Brother, what up? Michael, stoked to have you, man. How you doing? Good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I've, been, I've been so excited for this conversation for the last like two weeks. I, you have no idea. I also have like 50 people that are like, what is the software? So <laughs> yeah, I, I saw it. I saw you, uh, you posted it. It got like, what, 100k views? Yeah, something like that. It, it went viral on LinkedIn too, which is hilarious. And so all these salespeople were like, yo, how do I get this type of, so anyways, but so j just for, for people to talk, tell me a little bit about you and kind of your old thing. I mean, are you, are you still in school or what's going on? What, where, where are you at in life right now? Sure. Sure. So yeah, I'm Michael. I'm 20. I live primarily in, in the UK, but I'm all around the place. So in the summer I was, I was in San Francisco. I am, I'm a builder. I'm a builder first. I've been building my whole life. I used to, so I used to go to university. I did computer science there for, for two years. I paid my rent by winning hackathons um, and, and selling <laughs> projects. I then dropped out because I was bored because all the projects were like fucking useless. So I wanted to join a hard startup. So I joined these, these two guys, these exited founders based in London. They were building a web three alternative to Stripe called Helio. We took it from like first first like lines of code pre MVP and we've, I've, I've been there for, for around a year and a half now. We've gone through all the rounds or not all the uh, kind of one round, but all the kind of stages of, of growing a startup from nothing to something. So that, that was great for me, but yeah. And then just in the meantime, building a bunch of projects, doing a bunch of growth hacking. I love it, man. Thinking outside the box and, and, and yeah, that's kind of my day to day. I mean, Here that's how you showed up on my radar. I think you DM'd me. I, also, I'm a dickhead, but I'm just going to say oh. it publicly. Michael DM'd me, and then I, yeah, I just get so many. I literally lost it. And then my friend, or our friend Yuval, was like, yo, you need to talk to this kid. He's fucking, like, gangster. And so, anyways, that's how we got intro in this whole thing. Well, but, so, so you're still at Helio right, right now? Is that right? Yeah, yes, I'm still at Helio. Still, still building that out. We've raised... So we raised $3 million recently. Nice, nice. And yeah, we're just... Just scaling up the team, kind of building new features every week, and and yeah, that's my primary focus. But like I said, on the side, building a bunch of a bunch of other very exciting and and cool tools, like the one you saw. I love it, man. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just give a rundown of how I see it, and then I, I want to hear your side of this thing. Yeah. So this tool we're talking about is this like it finds Calendly links, and then it automatically schedules basically ca like calendar invites and sends these out at scale. So it's basically a script that does this. So what Michael did is he ran like the thing that went viral is he basically like ran this script to like every VC and scheduled a call with them. And it's just like, you know, the screenshot is basically just imagine a calendar for a week with like, I mean, there's probably like 200 different, <laughs> 200 plus different uh, meetings on there. So, so talk, talk to me about this and like, why did you build this? And like, how, how did it come to be? I, I, sure. So we'll, we'll throw the, we'll throw the screenshot up on the, on the screen somewhere. But yeah, so. yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, so. So I was kind of like, I was scrolling Twitter one day. It was Twitter at the time. And I was like, dude, like there are all these really cool people that I want to talk to, but like, obviously they would never talk to me. If I just like shout out a cold email or shout out a cold DM, they're just going to leave me on red. So I was trying to finger, trying to, trying to think of some smart ways to um, contact these people, I'm trying to think of some untapped ways. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, well, okay, like, what are the, what do these people all have in common? So they all have emails. Okay. What else do they have? Uh, someone have like. WhatsApp, some of them have telegrams and, and then it kind of kind of came to me well, well all of them have have calendar usernames and, and calendar links and other, other calendar schedulers and that's what they primarily use kind of to talk to people and the good thing about calendar schedulers is they're not actually private so they're not private they're not like password gated they're just hidden so 
you just gotta get lucky and kind of guess essentially guess the the url so i started doing that so i just went on my on my timeline i was like this guy super like hundred thousand followers like he'll never talk to me i copy his twitter username i put it in calendly.com slash and then all of a sudden his his calendar comes up and i can schedule oh. me well like two days later i'm i'm talking to this to this crazy guy or like well this like crazy high up guy and uh, yeah he's like i would never have the opportunity to do that on twitter yeah, so I just go, I mean, you go on red, right? Like, are they, yeah, exactly. so I joined the call. He's like, yo, who, who is like, who are you? Who is this? Like, I don't know what this is. It's just like, just came off my, on my, on my calendar. And I just go, look, my name's Michael. I'm, I'm from Scotland. <laughs> I, I'm, I found a way to hack into kind of your calendar or hack, like get into your calendar. And, and they loved it. They, they, they absolutely love it. The, the amount of current serendipity and, and, and great experiences I've got from that is, is, is insane. That was kind of one thing that a lot of people are, are kind of skeptical about is, and maybe we'll go into this later, but the idea that like people think it's kind of like cold, cold, a little bit like spammy. Yeah, um, totally. I, I had so many sales friends reach out and they're like, dude, this feels so spammy, but I also want to try it. Like, yeah. so that, I think if you treat it though, it's like, oh, yo, I'm just here to meet you. Like, it's like, this isn't sales. Like, it's just like, it's just like an intro call type of thing almost, you know? Exactly, like, exactly. So like the, the thing, you can control the name. So I, the name, I was very transparent about that. I put like introduction to Michael, whatever. Like I, I talked to them. These people, you know, like they, they've, they've also, like they also understand kind of like if you've gone for all this effort to speak to them, like you, you must have, you must be some value to them, you know, and there must be something that like they can get out of it. And they also, they, you know, they, they respect it. And I think like any of us would respect if someone managed to like find a way to get. So from an outsider's perspective, it, it looks pretty negative, but in, in, in actual fact, everyone, and I kid you not, everyone was like, well, this is awesome. You're an awesome guy. How many of these did you do? How many people did you just like cold talk to? Yeah, yeah, sure. So in, in the start, I was doing it manually. So I would, I would speak to like 10, 20 people. And then I was like, well, what's stopping me from kind of scaling this up? You know, because I just want to maximize my serendipity. I want to talk to as many people as possible. So I just, I wrote a, wrote a script. I wrote a script. I scheduled meetings. Oh, I found a way to get investors, like Twitter usernames and yep. map to the Canly. And I ended up scheduling meetings of around like, I think, I think I had a list of around 3000 people. And yeah, I think I took around like a hundred calls in a day, at least like transparent meeting or like and pa parallel meetings. So I'd, I would be in like three meetings at once. I'd be like, Hey, and then go and mute and be like, Hey, and go and mute. And then go and like, Oh, Hey, I'll basically just like, just like round Robin and then like talk to, talk to three people once is, is a crazy Man, thing. I love this so much. Oh <laughs> my God. It's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, it was a uh, super, super successful, very, very beneficial. And I, I met some, some crazy people that I would have never had the chance to meet otherwise. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. So you talked about it in public. I know you built a tool. You, you sold it though, right? Just said to confirm. Okay. Well, yeah. So I, I built a SaaS for this to see what, cause I was like, well, I've had my fun. Let's, let's help everyone else. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I ended up selling that a couple months later, but, but yeah. Okay, cool. So that's, so that's sold. Are you so okay? The la last time I talked, I don't know if you were talking about this in public. So if not, just like whatever. But you were saying like we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna basically have an AI show up to these meetings and talk to all these people at scale. Are you like, are you guys still shipping on that, or what's what's happening there? 
Yeah, yeah. So this actually, this actually built. It's it's built. We're we're testing right now. We have this AI where you speak to it, and it will respond to you in like very very good latency. So it almost feels well. It's definitely not human, but it feels very very human. Yeah. Um, and honestly, and, I think just the experience will be novel. I yeah, don't I like yeah. that. That alone will be just like crazy. You know, it, especially if you're sounds, like, yeah, it's like talking to VCs. Yeah. yeah. It it sounds like AGI and people are like, whoa, what the hell? Like and, and it, it feels it feels like they've scheduled the meeting. Like th- this AGI entity has like scaled has like scheduled the meeting themselves and they amazing. join it and it's, and it's like, whoa, this is weird. That is amazing. So are you building that tech to like have it be external or is this just like an internal tool you guys are using like at Helios or for I mean just as like a side project thing? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's not affiliated with Helio at all, but yeah, it's just a, a side project that me and me and my friend were were building out because he owns a, a venture studio and he has a bunch of projects and he was basically looking for to get in contact with VCs and, and kind of connect them to all his venture projects. So I was I was helping him with that, but yeah, I love it, man. That's amazing. That's amazing. So okay, cool. So I mean, what do like? I don't even know where to go from. From that, right? Like that's one of the most original things I've heard, I think, in the last year or so. But talk to me, talk to me about what you're seeing, kind of like, like in the builder space. I, I feel like this is like this whole category that's starting to develop, where it's like these young, self-taught. I mean, like you know, people your age that are just crushing these. I mean, I'm just building like super interesting things. My my co-founder Max, he's like 20. I think he's 24 now. But I I think at, at your age, he was probably in the same category. He was building, you know, like basically like shoe drop bots, you know, dropped out of school, same type of deal. But I, I, I don't know, everybody's kind of talking about this, how it like, like, how do I find people like that? Like, like you or th- that are these kind of like young, hungry, like really like kind of creative, you know, both on the marketing side and on like, you know, the product side. Anyway, I, I'd love to hear like kind of what you're seeing in, in that community, because I know you're really deep in that right now, right? So it's yeah. So just as a preface, it's very kind of, it's a very deep community. So you kind of, I've been in this community for around five years. So obviously five years ago, all my friends were 15. Um, that's kind of that's kind of when you see it start to pick up. And usually the first projects you do are like super kind of like degenerate things or like not degenerate, but like random things like- uh, like It's always degenerate. Like, I, I, like, I don't know, the early stuff, you're just like, how do I make money as fast as I can and don't care about brand or like, or just like, how do I do something cool? So I actually got started. I, I ran like meme pages when I was like 15. I had a big network on Instagram. And that was kind of my, my introduction to to kind of like growth hacking and, and scaling yep. and, and mass marketing and stuff like this. I've been coding like my entire life, but kind of the combination of both is is, is kind of very interesting and, and very magic. But but yeah, so all my friends kind of, we, we've been, like, we, we've all grown up together. We were in like all the hackathon servers together. So that's a very kind of, there's, you get a lot of alpha and a lot of a lot of signal from the hackathon servers, like all, everyone that's kind of big now that that's kind of like made it or is making is is changing the world right now. They're all in hackathon servers, and like kind of underground communities. Uh, yeah. So so there there's that, and then 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 yeah. I mean, like I think like if I was a founder and I was like, how do I find these people? Like where what what would that process look like? Where 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 would I go? Like are you guys on Discord channels or like I mean I I, I literally know like <laughs> so yeah, many yeah. like you know they're probably early thirties they own a company they have this idea they want like you know somebody who's like twenty one twenty two to come in and just like basically kind of like you know they're gonna give them resources and like just to sprint and build this thing up. 
So anyways, how, how would I like, how would I meet those people? I guess is what I'm trying to say. For sure. For sure. So the very, like I said, the very early stage is like hackathons. So there's hackathon discord servers, a hackathon for, for everyone is basically just like a, it's like a two day event where a bunch of kind of college and high school students come together, they form teams and they basically just build, they build MVPs. It's like basically an, like an MVP building weekend and the best MVPs like end up winning prizes. And that's kind of like a very good, like, is it like monetary prizes or what, what's that look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's monetary. It can also be like, some people give out MacBooks, some people give out like, like laptops. In fact, like one of a, a funny story, if, if I go on a tangent was, so I actually got into, into hackathons during COVID when everything okay. went online. So hackathons are usually in person, but this time it was online, but the hackathons mm. themselves are hosted by universities. And you usually need to be a member of the university to actually like join the hackathon. Some, sometimes, um, sometimes it's open to the public. So what we used to do is we used to hit like, because I said, I, I used to pay my rent by doing hackathons and we used to hit like two hackathons a weekend, one hackathon a weekend, every single weekend we'd be building new MVP. But what was really funny was that we had to pretend that one, we were old enough because most of us were like 17 and the limit was 18. Yeah. Well, and two, we actually went to the university. So like, we didn't go to university. We, we were like, like, these were big kind of like Ivy League hackathons. And we were, you know, like I was sitting in, in a room in the middle of Scotland and my friends were in India and one of my friends was in like, who knows where, Canada. And we would have to pretend that like we went to the university. So when it, when it came time to like kind of pitch to the judges, we'd be like, oh yeah, like, I love this university. It's awesome. Like we didn't even know what the university was called. <laughs> we just had to pretend. That's um, unbelievable. It, it was so funny because we would end up winning and then it would be like the winners were some random people from like the middle of nowhere. And then everyone else was like kind of the university students. So that, that's, a, that's like a pretty, pretty funny story about like and they how would, they would pay you out from like the university would like, you know, they send you a check for a grand or what, what would that look like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so usually it's around the prices usually range from around like kind of to the better ones are usually like five thousand dollars like yeah top. so like i said if you're doing that every week and you start to get good at it and it was actually very competitive and you also just get at bats at making product right like i mean exactly. I, I mean yeah, yeah there's nothing so, more powerful um, than that <laughs> so many byproducts to, to to the hackathons and um, i really recommend it to anyone that's that's kind of starting off and, yeah. and is young and, and likes building likes likes one like likes touching a lot of technology yeah yeah um, yeah yeah if you do this every week you get you get really good at it we were, we were starting to make like, like a, like a full-time job just from like doing hackathons, like fucking around with hackathons with our friends on the weekends and then just doing like, you know, doing schoolwork on, on, on the weekdays. So we were making like, what, like thousand dollars, like probably every week at, at like certain rate just by winning hackathons. Um, insane, man. That's insane. But yeah. But to go back to the what, point. What are some of the discord servers, like the most common ones? Like if I wanted to Google them or how, how the fuck would I find them? For, for sure, for sure. So, I mean, I think Twitter is like obviously a great place to get started. Yeah. So you see kind of the main ones. You see BuildSpace is, is doing a great job. You have, yeah, BuildSpace is sick. Yeah, but BuildSpace is kind of like leading right now. It's super hype. There's a lot of really, really smart kids and, and, and young adults. Also, there's some, there's, there's some more kind of slightly different ones, like self-learning academies, such as there's one called TKS, which is stands for the Knowledge Society. So they have a program where I think it's under... 19 year old like if you're under 19 mm. you apply and basically they 
it's basically this club and it's a very, very kind of beneficial club if you're young and, mm -hmm. and, and passionate. That's a great place to go. Also, like, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there, there's like, there's Z Fellows. Z Fellows is also great. And that's kind of a bit more older than TKS. But yeah, like all of these clubs are more for, more suited towards like, well, like you have to be young to, to kind of get yeah. into them. But if you look for people that have been to like these places, been like got into TKS, got into kind of, like Z fellows boat space, like, yeah, boat space, like one boat space, you know, it's very good signal that like these people are kind of like, you know, they're on the right track and, and they're people that you should be very interested in, but like looking, like looking out, like outside. And that, and is that mainly on the product side? Like it, do these exist for kind of the marketing space too? I mean, I, I there's no, I, 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 I for forever have looked for like some type, you know, some version for like degenerate growth people kind of like find cool. those type, but. Yeah, yeah. So I think like as far as like growth hacking goes, the growth hacking ones are, are, are much more like underground, which is ironic because it's like growth hacking. So like I yeah, thought they were really good at like getting a bunch of like getting their name out there. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely they're underground. There there's some there's some really good ones. So like obviously there's blackhatworld.com, which Yeah, I, I, that's I'm, it's unbelievable. Some of the best case studies in the world are on there. I, I mean I grew up on that shit. So Yeah, yeah, so so did I. I used to grind out Black Hat World. There's also there's also this this new one called Content Marina, which Content is, Marina, it, yeah, it's for for people basically trying to make money on the internet. It's it's very very heavily oriented around like YouTube and socials and like posting short form content and things like this. And uh, yeah, that, that it's Content of, Marina, is that right? Content Marina, yeah. the The owner the owner of Content Marina actually just went just just went viral on Twitter. Is have you ever seen the the YouTube video like? This fifteen-year-old makes like hundred thousand, or some some crazy amount a month. And yeah, and that's him. That's yeah, that yeah, that's that's him. And yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's there's a there's a bunch. They're they're very kind of like underground. They're much smaller. The Reddit communities are are pretty good, but they're 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 pretty like surface level. Yeah, hundred percent. I and that's the hardest piece, at least for you know, is you're always just trying to find alpha, and like you got to be in these private spaces to see that, or just like talk to people that are actually on the front lines. That's like the only way to actually like learn. So yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's hard to kind of like, kind of like quantify it, and and like hard to talk about like certain communities. It's just like generally being in the environment, like being connected to like these people that I've kind of grown up with, and 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 like. They know, they know people. And before you know it, you're kind of like, you've created your own many like subreddit. Yep. Your um, no, that makes it. total sense. Okay. So perfect segue, honestly, like the, the YouTube piece. Uh, so you're building this new thing now and it basically like generates shorts based off of a prompt. So I, I was playing around with it. This would have been like two or three weeks ago, but I, I know that you were making it more like you're, you're still working on it, but imagine you give it a prompt and then it creates like a voiceover. It has like background music and then it also has images that are basically like related to whatever the script is. Talk, talk to me about that and like how, like, I mean, I imagine people are using these for like faceless YouTube channels and, and like basically like, you know, building shorts channels off that, but educate me on that. Sure. Exactly. So like I said previously, when I was 15, I used to have massive like kind of Instagram meme pages. And the bottleneck for me was always creating content. So there's, it, it used to take like kind of to get very good content and to, to get content that goes viral, it used to take kind of like, um, you'd either like steal someone else's back in the day, or you would have to create it yourself, which took like, takes now like a couple, like at least a couple of days to create like a, a solid, a solid short. And in fact, I was 
kind of a scrolling TikTok and you come you come to think of it, a lot of the a lot of the content right now can be very easily automated, especially the faceless ones. Like for example, if you come across like satisfying videos, if you come across like, you know, like the horror stories, like all these things, they they, they actually take like quite a while to make. So they take at least an hour to make. So I thought, well, why can't like, you know, we have mid-journey, which is good for images. Why can't I make almost like a mid-journey that's, that's practical for creating TikTok videos and like, or social media short videos? So to, that, that's what I did. So I built it in like a week. It basically takes in a prompt. So you say, create a fact or create a fact video about like literally anything, anything that yeah. Actually, like history people. or whatever, like Napoleon or something, you know. Exactly, yeah. It can be very niche, but yeah, clips, facts video about Napoleon. And uh, it's bits it out in two minutes. So you go from single prompt to fully edited, constructed video ready to post on TikTok in, in two minutes. So it basically yeah. writes the script. It makes the images with mid-journey. It stitches it all together. And then you have this like, I mean, I, I, would, I was looking at them like, how do we make like 500 of these and just spin up a YouTube channel basically? Well, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's actually, we have a, so the way I've, I've built it has, a, has very good scale. So you actually can spin up like 500 videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's this company now? What's the name of it? And I'll link it in the show notes as well so people can go check it out. But It's called uh, shorts.lol. So shorts.lol. Cool. Hell yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Are you running these channels like yourself? Like, is this like, I mean, are you building any of these out? And then what, like, what are the numbers you're seeing on these videos that you're making? Sure, sure. So I've, it's actually like in a very kind of private or very small, like very small community level. You have around like, I've spun it around like 15, 20 people and they're, they're all kind of using it. They're getting like pretty good results. When I was kind of doing my research and figuring out has, well, has anyone ever done this before? I came across someone, I can't really like kind of mention who they are. Yeah, yeah, of course. Who was actually building something very similar. And they they have a lot of developers and a lot of builders. And they actually plan to use it internally. So they tried to use it internally for around like, I think it was a couple months. And it's just like, it just, it's not really feasible because obviously it's very hard to have like a lot of accounts. You're at kind of the mercy of, of TikTok and, and YouTube and you can get banned and things like this. So... It, it feels very natural for me to just be like, well, why don't I make it a, why don't I make it a SaaS? Why don't I let kind of everyone else use it? You know, in a, in a, in a gold rush, you want to be the one selling the yeah, selling of course. pickaxe, not the gold. So totally. Are, are, are you seeing brands use this? Like I, I've been trying to figure out like, how do we like use this for like swell or use it for draft horse? Like basically to like talk about content generation, you know, for like companies, like what, yeah. any examples of that? And then also just like. If you have view numbers, like I would, you know, just ballpark of like, yo, we're seeing, you know, this clip gets generated in two minutes, it's published and we're seeing it get, you know, a, th a thousand views and it costs the person 50 cents to make or, you know, something like that, just to like understand the, the unit economics behind it. Cause I think that's what like, you know, as a business owner, I'm thinking about that constantly, right? Like how can I, yeah. Sure. So in, in terms of, in terms of scale and like cost per video is extremely low. It's probably less than like a penny um, at scale. In terms of in terms of view count, I mean it's it's very dependent. Tons of on factors, length. right? Like I'm just talking about oh, like yeah. say say you have like a thousand subs, right? So it's not huge, but you're kind of still early on. Like I mean, are you seeing these go viral? Like these one, like pe the things that people are making, like are is it like hundred thousand views, like five hundred thousand views on these shorts, or what does that look like? Just like like for some of the power users. Sure, sure. So the current state of shorts at law is actually because 
for for me, I've like I've been in kind of social for like years, and I kind of understand like at what level something goes viral and what level something doesn't. The current state of short style law, the videos generated are a little bit are just below kind of the threshold of like consistently going viral. So you'll see the odd one go viral, and that'll usually garner like three x your your normal view count. But like con- consistently, the most important factor right now is that users can't really can't really tell the difference and don't really care between like the human generated faceless content and like AI generated faceless content, mm-hmm. um, which is practically the same thing because it's just a human doing it, which is taking longer. So if, for example, if you were to post these these videos on on an account that already gets 1,000 views a video, you're not going to see any less than like 1,000, 1,500 views if that. And like I said, sometimes they end up going viral. But uh, yeah, to, this is this is still like very early stage. And uh, I think with a couple a, a couple of smart smart tricks and, and, and changes, I think it can start consistently going viral. No, that's amazing, man. I, no, I, I, I'm gonna honestly. I just need to do testing on this and just like spin up a TikTok and a YouTube channel and a you know or Instagram or Gram like Reels account and play with it and see what we can do. But and just said so. You're, right now, it's just like it's basically an image and it's like a moving image with like a text overlay that's like narrating over the top of it. I think the last time we were talking, you were saying that you're like working on like bringing in. It's like what is it called? Where you know, like it's like the car video game and it's driving in the background. I, I, are you are you doing that now or is it like is it actual like moving video now and like do you see that even being possible in the future with kind of this technology and stuff sure sure so yeah i mean i think moving video is like extremely possible like the the, the problem for me is that i'm building a product and my product isn't heavily dependent on video if you look on tiktok videos or no, tiktok like reels whatever the the videos themselves they don't always use they don't always have to use like very stimulating engaging videos but in fact if you have a you have an image that's kind of has some sort of animation or effect on it which is kind of like it ends up becoming not as stimulating as a video but 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 much more stimulating than a static image and it's it's also much easier to build and kind of the technology is already there you know i can spin up mid journey images in like a minute I think in terms of like what I'm building is like the next step. So yeah, I have, I'm going to add the ability to add like custom gameplay to like the top, like some, sometimes you see in the, and, and, and TikTok videos, but in terms of like custom video, I, I, I've taken the decision kind of not to, not to pursue that very deeply because I think in the next couple of months, some API is going to come along and do like a much kind of better job. And I want to use an API that kind of specializes in that. Totally. Rather than totally. Kind of create the problem itself. Like an, an, an example of this is like, I know a bunch of people in the space that, that have spent the last like two months and like all, a lot of their engineering resource creating like really, really good image, like custom image generators on Midjourney. And yep. then what happens is that Dali 3 comes along and just ends up being like way better than anything totally. that we've made in the last two months. Totally. So, for for me running like Shurst Law, it makes sense for me to focus on building the best platform with the tools I currently have available. Yeah, hundred um, percent. That's just, like no, stable no, rather no. than the technology. I mean, that's our view on it too, right? Like everything we're building is basically just like API wrappers stacked together to, you know, create some output that people are looking for. So 
I dude, it, it kills me how many people talk shit on that too. Like I, it, I love it because it's just like and there's so much money to be made just like with exactly what you're doing. It's just like <laughs> API yeah. calls, but it makes the output people want. Yeah. So one one thing I'll mention is that's that's kind of a, a downside to surrounding yourself in this environment. So when you surround yourself in kind of the kind of accelerationist like Twitter environment, like the arena, as there's a lot of kind of like. I wouldn't like maybe yeah. like subconscious billing is like a, a bit of a stretch, like a scary word, but you know, there's a lot of people that are kind of like, there's a lot of stigma around like building chat GPT rappers and like, ah, oh, the like a lot of intellectual, like kind of BS and like, bullshit. Oh, no, yeah. Online and you know, it's like, I think, I think like, yeah, surrounding yourself in this space, you just gotta kind of. You gotta think about like, okay, what do I really want to do? It's like for 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 me, what I want to do is I want to make um, a bunch of money, and then I want to like completely change the world. So I want to like kind of follow follow Elon's path, and this is kind of what Elon 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 did like twenty years ago. And yeah, I think a lot of people are are, are kind of like you know, I, I think I think a bit of it is jealousy. I think a bit of it is 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 kind of like you know, like copium, where they're like, well. GPT rapper is like, ah, oh, dude, you're doing GPT rapper? It's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I am. And I'm going to kind of, going to scale it up. And If it and, prints uh, money and makes my life bad, like that's what kills me is like, if the goal is to make money, like then do the thing that is the, like the path of least resistance to that. Right. So it's like, what you, I don't know, you can have your intellectual stuff and that can exist in its own. Like, I, I feel like they, like a lot of people think it can't be one or the other. I, I, so I come from the action sports community and like, this is a classic thing there as well, where it's like, no, I don't like. I don't get sponsorships and I live like a dirt bag and I'm core and I won't sell out. Right. Because it's like, you know, it's a pride thing. And I'm over here and I'm like, yo, just grow an Instagram account of you, you know, doing gnarly line skiing and <laughs> like go get a sponsorship and, and, and you can live a good life. Right. It's the same. I don't know. It's just, yeah. I feel like that's such a ridiculous view, but again, this is, this is me. I'm like, whatever, less competition and <laughs> yeah. we can, you know, continue to do what we're doing. So. I agree. I think I think a lot of people have like a really weird line on like, or very weird boundaries on where they draw the line on integrity. You know, a lot of people kind of be like, well, it's like against my integrity to build these things. It's like, well, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think like I, I'm I'm going to pursue them. I think I have like very good morals and very good ethics and kind of I know what I want to do. And and like we'll, we'll see in the future if like like who achieves their who achieves their goals and uh, who, who achieves their dreams. But but one one kind of like interesting side note is is like i think i've had some of my best ideas be a product of of, of twitter and and looking through my twitter timeline i'm like oh that's good that's good i think it's very beneficial but but equally so i think a lot of my a lot of my kind of my best thoughts have come when i've not been a consumer of twitter at all like one example of this is like like i'm super super kind of like into social i'm like kind of a, a product of youtube like I'm like an algorithm. I feel like your generation is that though, right? Like we were versions of that, but the, the I mean, the tutorials that used to exist there were so shit. Like now it's a whole other world, right? You can you can teach yourself anything with like way more clarity. But anyway, yeah. sorry, didn't yeah. mean to interject. I just no, no, no. It, it gets yeah. You you you're, you're totally right. And like now, yeah, like we said, we're like our generation is kind of the product of of, of the internet and product of algorithms and um kind of. Around two years ago, I, I I didn't actually have a phone at all, so I had a I had a Nokia brick. So oh, yeah. I got, got rid of, kind of. I had no no social media whatsoever. Didn't have Twitter. Didn't have like anything. Didn't even have Instagram. Like I, I would run Instagram businesses. I didn't even have Instagram. Like I would other people would run it for me. And uh, yeah, like some of my best thoughts came from kind of not being in any any kind of online environment. Kind of being it's an echo chamber. Of, 
free thinking, and yeah, there, there's 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 parts of there's parts of parts of me that actually miss that, but you know, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of benefit to having like kind of uh, like a personal brand, if you would call it that, or, or or being on on Twitter. But I think yeah, it's it's very dangerous, and you're gonna make sure that you end up becoming like a provider and not like a consumer. And yeah, hundred percent. And it's a hard line to fall. Like I don't know. I mean, I schedule all my tweets out, right? And like try to not be on yeah, platform yeah. at all. And it's just like literally just <laughs> purely yeah, for that. But. Yeah. As I say, no, you're crushing it, man. Like sometimes I have to, sometimes I have to mute your profile because it all comes up in my feed. Like, I'm like how is this, how is this I, guy running my feed? Dude, my I, I swear. <laughs> I just like, I'm the most unfollowed and followed back person. Like people follow me and then they unfollow me and then they follow me back and they unfollow me. And it's just like this, con like I see the same profiles just come up like every couple months. It's hilarious. So I mean, it's at a scale now where it's like, it's not even possible to watch it. Like, it's like, you know, a couple hundred followers every day, especially if something goes viral. But yeah, anyways, it's <laughs> so, okay. So on that note, just the brain dump stuff that I'm like seeing in the data right now. So what we're seeing all of the profiles, sorry, all of the channels basically do is like when you engage with a profile, so like engage with a YouTube channel, engage with a Twitter profile, engage with an Instagram profile, et cetera. Like what's happening is it's basically like tagging that user and they're being like, oh, like you like content like this. So the next time you come back into the app on like your for you page, we're going to show you more from that person. Right. So it creates this viral loop. And so like we're doing all this testing right now on like YouTube accounts of basically like putting like YouTube videos as bumper ads in front of like other videos. And it's like the full YouTube video. Right. It's like 10 minutes. It's like a 10 minute video. But what we're seeing is like as they consume that piece of content, YouTube is like, oh, like you like content like this from this channel. Let me show you other videos from that channel the next time that you log in and let's see if you go and like interact with them, right? So basically what I'm trying to say is you can like, you can like see these, you like these social accounts, like across all these different platforms. It's like, we're seeing like the same data basically. And this, I, I figured this out on Instagram and then we've been applying it in these other places. But what I'm getting it, you know, getting into with this is like, I think right now more than ever, like you can grow these social accounts at a way faster pace than you could previously because of this for you page content that like TikTok kind of pioneered and then everybody else has adopted, right? Because they're like, oh, we're getting way more time on platform when we show random shit that like just gets them to stay. So let's just show them more and more of that. So anyways, just kind of a random learning, but. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely think kind of X is changing up their algorithm to be more around. Well, I mean, kind of Elon and and, and the CEO said it themselves, where they want help people to spend a lot of time on the app, but they also want them to leave the app feeling like they've not kind of they don't feel more sad or yeah they they, they feel like somewhat fulfilled. And I think like yeah, I think for example, your 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 profile is kind of a very good balance between like hosting, posting, posting, posting. And also having like a lot, a good balance of value and also kind of like comedic humor. And I think that's kind of, yeah, like we've seen that kind of that a combination of, of that has, has had like really great effects. I mean, like, like specifically, specifically like kind of like your profile and, and, and some, some, some profiles that I've seen recently pop up have been very focused on like, not only kind of, well, Okay, what, what I'm trying to say is before like kind of the social meta used to be like from like posting very high quality content, posting consistently, getting good and posting at correct times, getting very good kind of initial engagement. And now like in 
in Twitter, we've seen a shift, uh, I, I believe, and more more profiles have started to blow up where they're just kind of posting and posting and posting and posting. And this, like, like this wasn't the case, like, like last year or like two years ago, it seems. Like, for example, like, I can name a few, like, for, like I think you're doing a very good job. I think, like, Levels IO is also, yeah. also kind of like a very good example of someone that just, you know, you always see them consistently, consistently, consistently. And then, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, a new meta that's starting to form. I think a lot of, a lot of smart people on Twitter that do really well kind of have started to notice this as well. And before they were posting very kind of very high quality content, maybe like once, once a day. And now they've started to kind of shift to more of like a kind of like a rapid fire approach. And I think I, like, I love it personally, because I think that like, I don't know, I'm, I'm watching these YouTube creators just like blow up right now. Like one I'm obsessed with is named Julian Goldie, and he's like an SEO guy, but he's just like, it's just like raw video of him talking through workflows to like automate content production. And he like does almost no editing. And it's like him on a loom video, you know, with like, that's it. Like, that's the whole thing. And then he just like, gives you all of this. And it's like a 10 minute video of just like pure, you know, pure just knowledge. And I think that type, like, I think people have a like a taste for that type of content, like more and more. It's like the anti thread boy thing, right? Like, it's like, oh, cool. Like, I just want like the raw unfiltered version of like, and I think all of this goes in cycles. Like we're just in this cycle of like, we want it raw, but like, it's going to come back to, okay, like people are going to want more curated content. Like it'll go through that. Like it always goes through these waves, but I think we're in that moment right now. And also just like, that's why you're seeing all of these great, like anybody that's doing, you know, anything on these social channels, just like increase volume and just like, you know, crank this stuff out because that's what the communities are wanting. So for sure, for sure. We're, we're definitely yeah. at the start, start of a new cycle, I think. Totally. Like, I mean, a lot of, a lot of good examples is kind of like, you know, when everybody changes their, their background picture to like uh, a green or like orange or something to try and get like, try and be more stimulating and grab attention, get clicks, and then everybody does it. And now it's like, well, okay. So maybe like the more natural pictures are actually starting to like garner more attention because like everybody's going orange. But I think you can, you know, like I, I think one very valuable thing to or one 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 thing is very valuable is the ability to find kind of leaders in new cycles. Like for example, I like I saw Mr. Beast at like fifty k, and like I, I I knew like I watched a couple of his videos. Like I knew that this was like a new phase, and I knew that he was gonna kind of like lead it. Yeah. And like like sometimes you just watch people and you're like, okay, like this is this is the new thing. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. And what happens is they end up kind of like taking a new wave, everybody adopts to it. And then like, you can have the cycle repeats itself and you're like, okay, yep. well, now, now like who's the next. And then, and, and yeah, I think we're definitely the, the, the start of like a, a new, a new phase in X and just in, in general and on all social platforms. No, I totally agree. Sweet man. I know we only have a couple more minutes. So I have two questions for you. So like if somebody wanted to like, sponsor a hackathon like could they do that or they're like yo we'll give a grand away you're gonna go try to build this thing and then you know it drop it in a discord if they wanted to do that could they reach out to you to set that up i'm also curious in doing this just to like see what happens and like you know sponsor one or something like that so is that like you know would you be open to that or like how does that work yeah yeah well i mean yeah i mean i don't i don't well i host like some hackathons but most of the hackathons are hosted by universities and that's yeah. how they work so they what the what the universities do is they they get sponsors and um, external companies like yep. Google, Facebook, but also like startups, you know, and and yeah, 
they basically provide money and in return they get to kind of host prizes and they're basically like okay we'll have like a i don't know like a, we'll have like a short start lol prize where whoever creates the best product like using kind of the short start law api will win like two grand yeah and i think i think that's great for i think it's a win-win because it's great for kind of like companies trying to create new ideas and it's great for students who are trying to like learn the tech and yeah and, and my stuff yeah i mean uh, just go on mlh uh, mlh is the kind of the the standard or the biggest hackathon the hoster and and and, and yeah like reach out to the hackathons and and they're always looking for sponsors that's amazing that's amazing hell yeah okay cool well sweet man i appreciate your time thank you so much i have like gears turning from this conversation so like just incredibly valuable where, where can people find you if they want to learn more yeah sure so uh, primarily on x michael beer 01 yeah i'm pretty underground everywhere else but cool you wanna, sweet oh, yeah Shopify. i'll add it to the go ahead sir shopify.zip i own like the only shopify domain that they've not taken like shopify.zip <laughs> bitcoin.zip like I, actually, I actually like reached out to toby i was like toby i'll give you shopify.zip for a 15 minute call but he never got back to me so i'm taking it that's so amazing toby, if you if you listen to this the offer's still there oh, i love it man i love it well cool we'll add it in this, the show notes as well but thank you again brother i'm stoked to have this uh conversation with you and we'll talk to you soon so thanks for having me